everyone, and welcome to the MTG Painful Truths Podcast, episode 53. I'm your host, Britt Wagner, and also co-hosting with me this week, as always, is Cole Kurtman. Cole, it's been a little bit. How have you been? Been good. Just, you know, fucking infinitely amount of cons and shit. Yeah, you weren't joking. This has been a busy week at this point, or a busy month. Uh, Cons, like, basically every weekend, you had to miss Denver, which... Uh, we'll we'll talk about and then you just came back from your con uh, from this weekend you have another one that's uh, coming up pretty soon too yeah we have Collecticon Dallas but thank god uh, since Dallas is fucking right outside my door so I get to stay home basically that's nice I'm sure that's like so much nicer than the hotel room and stuff like that I mean, I, like, I, I love Buddy to death, and I love our trips. Like, that's, like, something I, I look forward to every time. Uh, but, man, like, my band, and just how I have it, is basically the way I've always wanted it. So, oh, the, yeah. Oh, I dude, the bed, it, it always gives you a big, warm hug when you come back to it, right? It's just like, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, so, yeah, this week, we're going to talk uh, modern, and this kind of correlates to the RC I'm going to talk about. My tournament. I'm not gonna do a full report. I'll have uh, my full rundown in the show notes. I had another write up like I normally do. It's a lot more like background and kind of personal stuff than it is like actual match results because I did do a very good call. I went five four, missing out day on day two by a a single match win in day one. So I was a little bummed by that. Your first not day two, right? It is. Yeah, it was probably my best. Uh, more most comfortable deck that I've, well, I guess I played Neoform twice and then now this so it's um I played two, a total of two decks but Neoform I did uh, better in the tournaments but it's okay uh, yeah so that'll be the show notes I'll, I'll share the link and I'll ca- kind of go over it in the audio form as well and we'll talk about modern and, and creativity we were just actually talking about that offcast about what we like with the deck and I think we both think it's actually a pretty good choice so that's gonna be uh, a good a good conversating and then i'm going to talk a little bit about pioneer not too much but um really what to more so what to avoid and and uh, a good decks to play in that format i think that's it for for topics we'll also talk uh we were talking i hit the normally what i do is i'll hit the record button and we'll just start talking about whatever and we were talking about the magic twitter discussion today about lying, basically, of the CD EDH pod. There's we'll, some there's some good talk in there about it. It's it's an interesting topic. Yeah, it was something where as we were talking about it, I was like, Man, this is good stuff. Um, and we kind of went through our takes and stuff like that. And, and that will be we'll plug that in at the end of the podcast. Very ad libbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Normally, we're known for our structure and our. Oh yeah, obviously, we have just such a perfect way we do this every fucking time. Yeah. So it will be at the, I'll stitch it on at the end, maybe after the outro, uh, but maybe before, or the music, not that really matters. But at the end, you'll hear us talk about that. It'll be there. About lying. So <laughs> We all do it. <laughs> all right. So I guess let's, let's go dive in. I guess my first thing I'm going to, I'm going to mention here. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, you know, off, off topic before we get into it. So we came back from, uh, you know, the con we did, whatever, and uh, one of the things that uh, Buddy and I like got while we were out, we were kind of mentioning it. Like we were, you know, we usually get groceries for the hotel, just you know, save money a little bit. So we're like, all right, we're gonna get all this, you know, fucking whatever, figure it out. 
Uh, and as we're getting stuff, I'm like, man, you know what? I haven't had in a long time. But he's like, what? I'm like, man, I haven't had RC in forever. Uh, RC being the soda. If you know about RC, RC is world crop soda. I don't know, Brent. Have you ever had an RC before? Uh, I I had it before, but it's been so long. I I I don't think I liked it, but it's been I don't know. Well, regardless, RC is uh. I love RC. I mean, the problem with RC, and I'll get into it. it I mean, this doesn't really matter, but uh, RC dies very quickly. I.e., like, if you leave it out too long, like, Coke usually has a good life. Leave it Like, a shelf a life is really low on it or whatever. Well, not, not shelf life as much, but, like, I guess I guess I know what you mean. But, yeah, like, if you open an RC and you walk away <laughs> from it, like, if you come back in, like, a little bit, it's probably going to be uh, done. Like, it's going to have died. Okay. Um, which you know kind of sucks. You get it, and you're like, "Damn!" Like, you know, I just walked away for like ten seconds. Um, but so we, uh, you know, we go out and uh, we get some RCs. Blah blah. blah con goes on whenever we come back, and uh, I'm like, "Yeah, man, fucking." I'm telling Caleb like, "Hey, I got a twelve pack of RC because uh, Buddy gave it to me." So I'm like, "Yeah, I have this twelve pack of RC for us." Uh, that buddy gave me, you know, stuff, but she's like, I don't even, I don't drink off-brand drinks. I was like, what? It's like, this is off-brand, this is, this is a thing. And she's like, this, I've never heard of it before, I thought it was off-brand. Not, not, <laughs> not, not as funny as said in LF, but either way, if, if you know RC, I don't know, I guess that to me, I don't, I don't remember RC ever becoming the off-brand soda. No, I, yeah, I don't know. It may, I guess she thought it was like the Kroger Coke or something or something like. Hey, you know, Doctor Thunder is the shit. It's it's not bad. Do they still make that? I don't think I've seen it the last few times I was at Walmart. I don't remember actually. Where is that Kroger one? Thunder is uh, it was Walmart. Yeah, I'm pretty sure about that. We're actually a soda podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> um, if we yeah, if we get sponsorships. From- from Dr. Pepper. I'm I have in. been wanting a Coca-Cola sponsorship for God knows how long. Um, I, I feel like we're not big enough. Well, I hate no, to say it. Okay. I will say, uh, before we get into it, if, if any of you know, my cousin is a wrestler, uh, Red Chambers. Uh, funny enough, Red has seen him wrestle now twice. Yes. Uh, fucking, there used to be this girl wrestler, and she was sponsored by Dr. Pepper, and that was her gimmick. <laughs> so I, I, you know, this Dr. Pepper sponsorship might not be as hard as we might think it is. Okay, cool, cool. I know they used to sponsor uh, back in the old Major League Gaming. They sponsored like professional teams and stuff like that. They gave them the fridges and a full Dr. Pepper, like loaded up and stuff like that. Hey man, I might not like. I like Dr. Pepper. Like it's definitely my number two. Uh, but I, I'll put it. I would. I would put it at number one if they want to shoot me. Your uh, number one slot can be bought. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Uh, Coke is my all time, but you know what, man? If Dr. Pepper wants to show me money, fuck yeah, I'll, I'll take it. You know, it's uh, speaking of, as we're kind of cir- keep cycling around, not magic. I really recently, I, when I go to like sit down, like at Cane's or uh, Chick fil A or some restaurant or whatever, I sit down to eat and just chill. And, it, you know, maybe I pick my own drink. I'll like, oh, you, I'll do Barks for beer. It is, it, that's, that is so good to me. Um, I I am definitely not a big uh, root beer drinker. I just don't I don't like root beer, and I know a lot of people usually get like semi upset by that. Uh, I just don't 
like it. It's a you know, Coke's. I really don't like Coke. It's it's just not no, my yeah, jam. I, I know that's your jam, but it's, it's no, fine. yeah, I get that. I just <laughs> like I don't know. I just I just don't like the taste of root beer. Yeah. But all right, let's get into uh, Magic the Gathering. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, just like I said earlier, it's uh, kind of the full notes are in the show notes or like the my tournament breakdown. Uh, I'm not going to go round by round, but I'll just talk about like the red version that I did kind of settle on. Uh, there was... Because I was like looking at regular stock boring lists and then canister started playing like a red splash version which was like bone crusher giants trumpeting carnosaur the storm's wrath and the um the, the cheaper sweeper um i am blanking on the name and i shouldn't anger the good oh no, fire, it's, fire it's the red green fire, fire spout fire thank god yeah um and i dude i was kind of i, I bought into like the red splash and uh let me just, I'll do the short version. There was twice where, so I, throughout the tournament, I played Rhydos and Yogmoth. These were like the last two rounds I played, or last three rounds I played uh, these two opponents. And like, against Rhydos, I like, they, they had Rhydos out and I was at eight life. And then I cast Storm's Wrath. Then they just had EOT Violent Outburst to kill me. I was like, that was cool. Good job. So that was my first, like, so that plus at the last round, I'm playing it's Yogmoth. Uh, we're at a win in day two, like, win and you're in day two. We're, we're both five and three. And, you know, six and three is the cutoff for the day two slot. And I didn't realize this Yogmoth player, I, he, he, I didn't recognize him, but uh, Isaac, who was in our, like, travel pod, he recognized him as uh, one of the, uh, a, a streamer. So I was like, oh, so I got, at least I got pummeled by a known pretty good player or whatever. Um, I think his, it's his uh, MeetMTG uh, is his handle. I'd never heard of him no, at the yeah, time. Same. Um, but yeah, he was on Yogg. He beat me. And in, in the, in the uh, second game, I'm behind. And I, you know, so I need to, you know, obviously I didn't win. Uh, he had like Yogmoth and like a, so, like so, a board, you know, not nothing outstanding, and I had Storm's Wrath rotting in my hand for like three turns. And I just didn't have the mana, so I was just completely sour on the the bloody card. And go into day, Dang. so during day two, I was like, I'm, I I have my amulet box, so I'm like, look, I I will, um, so I, you know, I don't qualify for day two. I can't even do like the 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 Sunday events because I book a a bad flight, like I book a flight that's too early, so. I would have been in trouble if I top aided the main event and I couldn't, there wasn't enough time for me to do any of the modern or standard events if I wanted to play. I was like, dang it. So I was like, oh, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to find a table in the high 700s, layout Titan, and I'm just going to like rebuild it and with, with physical cards. Normally it's like Moxfield and just like move cards around and stuff like that, add and subtract. But I was like, nope, I'm going to do it here. I just, you know, like look at it and stuff because I was like, Completely off red cards, and then uh, and then I built a deck. I'm gonna actually put it in the show notes too, where I kind of settled on. And it, one of my friends also is like, "Hey, get, what's the what's a good amulet list?" I said, "Okay, it's this is what I'm on now." Notably, it's like two warm coil engines, which I think is good against both cascade 
decks where it's just like, yeah, maybe they'll, they'll ice it down or whatever if you're they're that, but I I just don't like Stormtrath anymore. And I'm like, Wormcool is just that, such a good showstopper card. It just buys you time. And it gets living in. It just likes to leave behind the body if if they living in after you play a Wormcoil engine. And it's fine enough to throw in the bin. It's it's just something where it's like they have to go over and around Wormcoil engine to, to deal with it. So... So I'm on like two. So I'm on two Wormcrawl engines right now. It's this is all tentative, but I just think that's a good approach to those matchups too. While being just a good card in a lot of other spots too. Like against Scam, it's a good card. Um, and Murktide, it's good. It's like a must deal with threat as well. So I'm I'm kind of in on it. I think that's kind of it for that. For for oh, I played a 61 cards, which is the something I I not proud of. But I did it for like largely because I wanted to do six or um I didn't want to do sixty one cards. I just wanted a thirty third land, and I wanted to play World Souls Rage, which is another red card that I thought would be good. I did not cast it at all in my nine rounds. Uh, the only thing I did was like I scryed it to the bottom, and I had a lethal line with it in hand once I think after like a huge cultivator, but I just killed them with the cards that were already on the table. Well, funny joke. There's a infinite combo with this car, which kind of made me interested in it. Where it's like World Souls, Rage, and Miracle. I'm not gonna go through the details of the combo, but you can do like a combo win with World Souls Rage X equals two and Miracle, and you can kind of keep copying the World Souls Rage X equals two and do infinite damage. And Nick told me he would give me five dollars every time I would execute the combo. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, but I was only good. I wasn't gonna like force it or anything like that. Like I'm not gonna be him. Like after like I have the cult fear and three titans out, I'm not gonna be like okay, let me just win this other stupid way. I'm, I'm only gonna I'm playing optimally. You know, it's like I'm not gonna just like go out of my way to do this thing. But if it came up naturally, I was gonna, I was gonna do it. Anyway, uh. I'm I'm mostly off of like all the red cards except for Fire Spout. Like I have a, the most active list has one copy of it because I think it's a little bit different. You know, it kind of hits all the the cheap creatures and stuff like that. So, um, I guess that was kind of it. Uh, I was looking at the. I guess this kind of go- goes into uh, segues into mo- the talk of modern the modern format because we had all the data come out with like the win, the win rate data and stuff like that from all the regional championships uh, from from the states Canada, Japan, stuff like that yeah, um, the one thing I will say is like look at uh, Amulet Titans win rate for over that weekend which is like 49.2 so re- kind of low, kind of a bad weekend for Amulet or, lo- or like a little um, I mean, underperformed for sure the I played against Murktide. I played Is it and Team or Murktide twice in the tournament. That was a forty-two percent match win percentage. I I won both those games pretty pretty convincingly. And I, again, the Domain Zoo. I played that twice, and those were some of the my worst losses that weekend. <laughs> so I was just thought it was kind of funny that like how inconsistent my experience was with Amulet. Like I was beating bad matchups but losing to good ones. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, I think that uh, yeah, any questions for me about Amulet, Cole? 
Yeah, I'm just kind of quickly going through it. I don't think I have anything else to to add. Uh, but really, my the the short version is like I just like the idea of worm colleges seems like it it makes sense to me. Like it's good against rhinos. That was a like a thirty nine percent win rate against for us against them. So it's like we need the help and. Uh, when my buddy he was like on three engineer explosives for the matchup and he did I think he did okay against it it's like we need to we move the dials a little bit to make sure we we're okay against it that we can hang against team of rhinos yeah normally I do okay but uh, I, I I think the uh, worm call is good and storm's wrath is kind of kind of poopy personally but that's it um okay so so modern Notable of the weekend was like, I'm going to call it gay rhinos. That was the four color Leyland binding rhinos. That was really big over that same weekend. They had the highest win rate, uh, 60.4%. We actually got kind of unreal win rate. And uh, really, the only bad matchup was living in, as you would fully expect. But, and then living in was the second. Uh, I think more impressive, Cole. I, I'm looking at the data now. Living in had a really good win rate over the weekend, fifty-seven percent. Yeah, over the field because Rhinos in the Denver room was like twenty twenty-one percent. That's to say, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so good, 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 uh, good spot for Living in in this at this point. It was and it was actually pretty favorable against other stuff. And then Azorius Control also fifty-five point six match win percentage over the weekend as well. Yeah, Beat. I mean, Control, I feel like, beats up on the Cascade decks, probably. It, yeah, that's what the data shows. Even Murktide, eight, uh, they had an 86% match win percentage against Murktide, which is also really, really good. Really, the only where time it struggles is against Jogmoth and against uh, Rakdos Scam. So it was like a, a deck that we would always, I would always be skeptical of. It had a pretty good weekend. It's like a good meta game for it in, in this yeah. big room. It's as always control. Yeah. So that was, that, I mean, that, I thought that was interesting. I was talking to a few people called, we were talking about this a little bit off cast. I'm, I'm basing this on people I know, because I, I know Cole, we might have a dif- disagreement of how good gay rhinos is, but they're saying it's like trending down a little bit. I don't know if it's, uh, being more, res- more respected or what's going on, but, um, it's, I... it's, I think it's going to be really good and probably stay being one of the top. Like, it's just, it. everything I see about it, now to be fair, I will put this out there. Be like, oh, you don't know. Like, yeah, I have not played Modern in a good minute. But that doesn't mean I don't keep up with it. Sure, sure. But yeah, like, I don't know. Like, it, it's just hard to see it not be good. Like, I could see where maybe Teamer just packs better cards against it and shit. But I don't know. Just the things that, the, the, the ladder that it has now, of being like, all right, I'm a Cascade deck. Man, if that doesn't work, I have this four board you have to deal with. Then if I have the dumbass enchantment out and it has every keyword ever printed ever. Right. And I guess like, it, it gives you two, like, I guess with right with Rhinos, you just need one Cascade spell and that's like, and you would hope to have other like interaction wherever else, but it's, it's like the easy, it's an easy deck and you just like Cascade into four fours and I know I'm not giving it enough respect despite this brief description, but it's it's all pretty keep 
like you're okay too for wanting yourself to subtlety this big threat because you you have the rhinos and you just need to clear the path, you know. So with domain rhinos, I, I guess like they get more like you know they they're gonna keep hands there, have that cascade card, or the ley line plus scion is just pretty good. Yeah, like that's a, that's like an incredibly good turn too that you can play. Um, and then also you don't, you know, you don't, pay, you don't have to fetch anymore. So your life totals are just higher. Like if you have, uh, just like you could fetch just for a surveillance, which are just incredibly strong. That's like a completely different topic, but, um, answer so it, it. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. I was kind of surprised to hear that. But I don't know if it's, I, it, again, admittedly, I don't know if that's true because it's, it's, I'm, I'm with you call. It seems like it's just. A really good four four that has like all the text, like yeah. like a scion and leyline binding or leyline of the guild pack is just such a good combo. And then yeah, leyline binding you just play that for basically free in a in domain riders. I don't know. I I just think it's gonna be good now. Now it it wouldn't surprise me if it ended up being bad because it could just be a deck that falls to the meta just giving a shit about it. But who knows? We'll we'll have to see. I think yeah and. They gave us like pick your poison, which is a very good cyborg card in the same set as the, the ley line, so it's becomes pretty a lot easier to to deal with the cards, deal with the ley line, deal with the scion because it has all the it has expert, but you can this gets around it and some and I know like if you deal with the first Rhinos is something where it doesn't have just like generic mid range threats, it's just kind of like it it could win just with one cascade card and maybe one scion. So if you deal with that, then it's kind of maybe you could just like come out of it. So, um, like you know, with scam, it's like they're 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 fueled by being a good like double thought sees you for with with grief and undying and stuff like that. But if you can kind of if you find a top deck bolt or something, then their plan kind of crumbles because they were kind of they go all in on the grief or and before they went all in on the fury and stuff like that because that cost them like basically their whole hand for that incredibly strong play. And, like, for me, it's like, all right, well, if I find the dismember, if I find the one ring to kind of just buy me a, a fog and draw three and stuff like that, like, I I would say they don't really have much of a mid-range plan. It's, it, they are all in on the the first turns, like, kind of hollow one back in the day. It's like, you know, by turn two, you want, like, a hollow one or two. Yeah. Or, like, some, you know, some big threat. Or, like, I think that's the time it was, like, the uh, Tasker or the... um the Gerbag Angler, you know, they need something going on. And if they don't have anything going on, then they probably just lose the game. So I, that's why I kind of felt with, like, Scam. It's like, you know, they need a good early turn. Uh, yeah, early I, two I agree or something that. Like that. Anyway. But yeah, that I thought, like, I'm, makes me glad that I kind of uh, suggested living in, you know, way back after the BNR. And it's, it, it was always, like, good. And it had a really good weekend. So And I'd be really happy piloting living in for the for the foreseeable future, because it just dunks on the top deck uh, of rhinos. So, oh yeah, uh, let's talk about creativity. And I want to start. And I don't know. I'm talking a lot, but I'm going to keep talking. Apparently, yeah, he just doesn't stop. I know. I really thought like creativity. You know, I've said for a while. I think I'm the last podcast. Creativity, I think, is in a good spot. We talked about it in the last podcast, and part of that and you said this and I, I didn't realize it until you said it but you were right you were spot on that they just have a pretty favorable matchup against the top format but it's the sewers in the sewer bracket where they kind of struggle um yeah and 
creativity had a pretty strong weekend. I said, like, like I said earlier, it's 52, about 52 match win percentage, a little behind against Team Rhinos, close, like close to 50 against Yogg, 60 against Amulet, and then uh, kind of just pretty decent elsewhere. But that it was a, like a really good weekend for creativity, and and the winning or the I guess the the best performing creativity deck had Manatite, and I was stunned by that, but. I think it was a good call. I don't know if that survives very long, but in in the world of of gay rhinos, like turn if if they're gonna go turn to uh, Scion, I mean, if you just tie the like, that's, yeah, that's pretty good. And then they all they always want to go for you know turn three cascade. If you tied that too, like they're just in the shit. They have to. They basically you just force them to have to play around it for God knows how long. And it's like still a good you know people. Like in the early turns, we'll just tap out on, like for you know whatever. Like, well, if you're like, playing against Amulet, they go to Amulet. You just tie it. Yeah, exactly. It's it it has text in all the early turns, and it's like I thought the card was kind of a joke. Um, and yeah, that that that's stupid for me to kind of have a take like that because I also said like Azorius Control for a long time was stupid and. In, in all formats, but it's like the best deck in Pioneer, or it's among the best decks in Pioneer, and it had a very good weekend at the RC this weekend too, so it's like, I nothing is ever stupid, because it always comes back around to being, like, good and smart and, and stuff like that. Like, even Burn is what I would call stupid. Yeah, it will come back around. It always does. You play Titan. What do you care? No, I'm just saying, no, no, no. I, I would say, like, Burn has been good before, like, No, I'm before. saying, but yeah, but, like, to you, like, that it is irrelevant. I want, yeah, I want Burn to be good, because that makes Amulet better. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, like, it's it's been, like, like it's at the very bottom of this modern list of 41.6% of the room. Uh, match win percentage. It's, like, so low. Like, other outperformed it, the other bracket, so. Yeah, well, Burn the fucked it, up thing, too, is with Gay Rhinos doing well, like, if they go turn zero, fucking Leyline, turn two, four, four, Dragon with lifelink. And they don't have to fetch, so you don't even get any help, any help there, too. So it's like, that. And you can't stop it because they'll have X-Proof, too. Right. Yeah, I know. But, 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 you know, that's, you know, all, all decks kind of circle back around. Azorius Control circled around to being a very good deck all, yeah. all of a sudden. And Burn eventually, one would assume, would uh, come back around, too. This Just take the format time. got so strong and so like quick and they're too slow. Yep. Yeah, let's talk let's talk creativity. Uh, the the because I it, g- going back I was like I thought I think creativity is a good spot and I think Abula Titan was I would say like maybe over respected, over hated a, maybe just a little bit. Like the room was like it had it in one among the top tier of decks, so I was like that's not where Amulet wants to be. It wants to be the rogue deck kind of. Yeah, and being um like one of the top three decks or something, that's that's tough for for the deck. And it made me want to go to creativity, but I was like, I you know I don't have a lot of reps in, and like I've been so dialed into Amulet, I was like I can't pivot. But part of me wishes I could have for for creativity. And the li- the most recent list is kind of similar to where we've been. Um, they didn't play spell pierces; they played the mana tithe. But other than that, it was like almost the exact same list that we've been doing. I guess like one change was uh, they had the black red. We were on the blue red and then the blue white or uh, red, the white. red white surveil land because white sources are good. 
but they were I've seen a lot more like the black red surveillance, which I don't I you know I don't know what's correct, but I I don't know. There's just so many times where it's like I fetch shock into the, give the blood crypt now cast archon like that's when blood crypt is what I need is like would I need eight mana? Yeah, that, yeah, I was gonna say unless you like just fetching for thinning, but you need the blood crypt anyway, kind of thing. Yeah, like you never choose it. Like there's always yeah, that's like the worst fetch, land. It'd be like yeah, the surveillance I want it. Right, but like if it's the like I would want the the extra white source for in our time it was like reprieve and binding and now manatith apparently. Yeah. Like that would be it I was on the boat of like when we went to the Ragged Shrine, I was like, I think it's we don't need the second Siemens, we need the second white source and we settled on the Ragged Trium as the white source before the surveil ends. And I would still say like I still want the white source. The extra white source, the Trium, the Sacred Foundry, and then now the red white um surveil I, I don't know what the names yet I'll, I'll get to it that was my initial thought was let's just keep the blood crypt and that last land slot that would be the second statements or the trial or whatever would be the red white surveil end mm-hmm. i still i still kind of think that's where we want to be no, i agree but what do you what do your um hold up I'm, I'm a little exhausted what would you say it's like, uh, what's your take on creativity and how it should be built? How it should be built? Well, obviously, my word is law. Um, I I take it seriously. No, I mean, I appreciate that. I, I don't know. I like the, con- I guess we'll call it the controlly build uh, a lot right now. With how much Cascade is really good, just packing silences and flusters in your board is just so good. And I know people are talking about, well, now they have Scion, which makes it annoying. And I agree. And Brent and I were talking about, like, you could pack more Besages because it's more shit in their deck. You know, the good thing, too, here, actually, and I was thinking about it, is, like, Blood Moon is a lot less good now. So now we don't have to worry about that as much. Yeah. Like, Rhinos doesn't just get to play Blood Moon as much anymore. Yeah. Um, Or Magus or whatever, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I like I like the, the, the white heavy one. I know Brent and I were talking about the Persist version a lot again. And I just think that one's just a little little on the lower side. Like, I probably would look at that one right now. Like, it, if they ban Violent, which they, they might. I know people like to talk about, oh, shit, they'll ban something. I think Violent might actually finally get the ban that people have been wanting it to get for a while now. With how good these Cascade decks are. Like, Violent Outburst is just such a such a powerful... Well, well so, okay. MH3 is just like a few months away. I think they would just want to avoid bans until that point, unless they really need to. Well, with a sixty-three percent like win percentage, yeah, but it's it's also like it, it, that sample size. You know, to I would say the sample size is a little low for because it wasn't you know it wasn't the full room. It did have a yeah, it was an incredibly good win rate, and Team of Rhinos was just fifty-one percent. So if you bundled all together it might be overall like a 54 55 which is still pretty high but my thing is like we dealt with scam well we didn't really but like it's, we scam's like not that good we're at the point where it's not very good it had like 49 match win percentage over the weekend yeah but I think that's due to like Rhinos just becoming the way better deck but yeah yeah I agree like I don't know I Violet has been on the list to me, Violet has been in the same spot that Faith Saluting has been in 
where it is a card that has been watched over and over. I guess more so Mopal. Well, we'll do Mopal. Like, box up mm-hmm. for people to know. Like, it's a card that they knew was like, alright, this card is just good. But it's not at a breaking point yet. Like, I think Violet is kind of getting to that point where, like, it's just becoming too good. Now, to me personally, I don't give a fuck. I, I don't care. <laughs> like, I could care less. Like, Wizards does their own thing half the time. Like, I was thoroughly impressed with the bands they actually did last time. Me Shit, I, I, I honestly thought we would have kept Beans. Well, fucking irked me. Well, like, they, they did good bands. Yeah, they did. Now, I know people were talking about Grief getting banned instead of Fury. I agree, because, like, kind of, you know, even after the band scam was good, until Rhinos kind of started taking the charge uh, on that slot. Because, uh, I mean, you know, Double Thoughts is your opponent leaving a 4-3 in play with Menace is still pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, and then just having this other, just, you know, black-red mid-range package that does everything you want it to. Dothy Voidwalker and Ragavan, Blood Moons, while also still just being this, uh, you know, this deck that gets to do this dumb thing. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't know. Like, to me, I don't care. If they ban Violet, it'll be cool, I think. I think people will be pretty happy. If they don't ban Violet, then... Eh. Well, my... My counterpoint, Cole. Okay. Before MH1, the best two decks were Mono Green Tron and Arc Like Phoenix. And I think Dredge was like up there too. Before MH1. Before MH1. Uh, because I saw someone had a screenshot of okay. it before. And then, and then we got Hogak. And then we had Urza. We had CZPZ. Uh, then uh, the Ren. Arc, the Astrolabe. Ren. Of, of course. Ren. Yeah. And the, uh, the, the, Ranger Captain of Eos. Like, we had all these cards that came in, and the t- and then Hogak obviously was like the best deck, like, not close for a long time, too. Or for its duration, it was the best deck. And then it got settled into, I forgot what was like good after that, but like, that shook up the, f- like, Modern Horizons shook up the format. Go to MH2, the best decks were Heliod Combo and Is It Prowless, and maybe. Um, I thought Is It Breach was also like up there is like niche you, good. You ho, that was tier one. I remember. I have screenshots. But but really it was like Heliod and Is It Prowess were like the best two decks. Well, that was the reason why Breach was good, is because it beat up on Heliod. Okay, sure. But my point is MH2 no, no, comes I, I, out. I get, I get okay, you. yeah. MH two comes out and there's we have different best decks. Right. And we have MH three that's coming out in four months. Like I mean, but that that's uh that like that can be a long time. Like you don't, yeah. you don't want what happened to Pioneer to happen again, is my thing. Well, I I think like if they want to do it, do it now. But also, like I, I don't think they should have BNR like because I know we there was another friend we were talking about that they were like, they need a ban amulet of figure. This I did okay. First of all, I did take this very seriously. Like ban a, 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 <laughs> to be fair, I I I so t- of course I like okay okay hold on. And well, this so was I will like, say real quick to interject. To be fair, okay. I will say Amulet feels like the deck that should be banned when they do the thing. Like, sure, yeah. like Amulet is the one deck I feel in modern that you do everything right against, and they're just always one top deck. I think it's just fine, personally. You but, like, play this... the deck. <laughs> <laughs> no, my point was like they said Amulet Vigor, and uh, I forgot what was like really. They they said Healy at the time. This was pre MH two. I was like, we have MH two coming out like in three weeks. Like, they should do anything. 
Hey, this is four months versus three weeks, so let's, we're having a different yeah, I was conversation. Yeah, this, is, this is a long time. Yeah, this is exactly. Yeah, like if, four if it, four months is a while. Like that is long enough. If, if okay, let's say let's okay. say let's say living in in rhinos, not even just gay rhinos, but rhinos, just really take like the stage, and they're like the deck to be, and just decks cannot keep up. Like then, I I definitely think they have to do something, or it will just be. Like Pioneer, where people be like, I, I don't want to play this. Like I'm not I'm not gonna deal with because because you know the thing about it that kind of makes it crazy is, um, you know we're in the seasons, so like we're in the standard season. People don't have to play modern like on Moto at all if they don't want. So if people are just like, all right, we're fuck it, we don't <laughs> we're just not gonna play these challenges or whatever. I don't know. I I'm curious to see what people talk about. Obviously, it's still. Kind of early, I will say. I, you know, I'll give that. I, I will say it is early, but you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Is why we're getting that. No, yeah, I that, yeah, I'm fine with that. But I, I, I would like let, let's let it let's let it stabilize and to see what what it is and go from there because I think the top eight had like a fair bit of. I had the data uh, before. I just don't have it now. I think like Yogmoth had a lot of top eight and a lot of rhinos were the top eight. Which is like a poor way well, to look I, at the metagame. I will say I this. Say, I'll, I'll say that. It's not a great way to look at a metagame. Yeah, to look I was going to say, don't, if you have two fucking decks or just tearing it up. I will sure. say this. It, it, I think if Rhinos does get banned, or like, you know, Violet, because if Violet gets banned, and people are like, oh, well, they'll just play. Like, here's the thing. Rhinos doesn't die if you ban Violet, because they could just go to Arden Plea, but they lose that, that, that like, get you factor. Like, they don't get to be this instant speed... With force of negation back up. Yeah, like shit. that's that's the part that gets me. Like that's why I think Violet is definitely a card. Like same thing with Living It. Like it, the, they force this whole new game you have to play. Because it's like, all right, if I tap out, do I lose? If I don't tap out, like I'm not progressing my board state. Like that's that's the thing. Like when they get to three mana, it's like, all right, like what the fuck do I do here? Living It way more so because they just put you know a very power on the board. Yeah, as I say, I was just, I was about to tell me, tell me to, to defend that, Brent. No, I, what, what I'm saying is, like, we have also, like, I'm looking at the data. Azorius Control was very strong against both. Like, this is Well, yeah, but a, that's because Control is built to beat up on his spell decks. But that, yeah, but that's, like, that is the hate, is this deck. And decks yeah, but that, was the same, but that was the same with Hogak, was there was also, like, Control was there to beat up on Hogak. Like four mainboard recipes. I don't know. If we get to a point where people are having to pack mainboard chalices, I think that it's a big discussion. But yeah, I mean, as always, control kind of was just already like that was in their flex main deck slot. Is they would play up to like two chalice of the voids and one. Well, I'm not talking the... about control. I'm talking about other decks. I'm talking about like oh, if amulet also like could we chance before it? Like it's defensible. That's not the, that's not the point. No, I'm just saying, like, like, is it Merc Tide or Hardened Scales it, if, if they do the, it? If these decks, even Amulet, just because you argue that you can transmute it, if your okay. deck is forced to play a cyborg card in the main, that is a problem. <laughs> because tell me where else Chalice is good. Like, if you say Burn, I swear to God. No, no, no. I mean, Chalice is, like, good. Like, it's it's good against a lot of other decks. It's not just, Name like, them. it's not Leyland of the Name Void. them. Yeah. Name them, okay. Name them and defend it. I want you to name them and defend your chalice I'm, takes. Look, it's not great against everything, 
But I'm well, like, that's you know, what you're arguing. You were like, oh, there's these other decks that you could have challenge against. No, that's, not, just, that's not what you want. There, I don't like. That's the thing. If okay, it get... sucks against creativity. Like if if you have a mate, if I like you know keep a hand as a Zorius control player that has Chalice. Like okay, I hope Chalice is good on zero one, and then they play like like. A triome, and like if they're rep- like you, have, I'll find out they're creative. Like, oh well, Chalice of Void is a shit card of the matchup. But I'm not talking and- about control. I'm talking about these other decks. Like if Yogg, if Amulet, if create well, creativity can't. I mean, they could, but they they can't. And creativity into the <laughs> the counter spell. But um, like you know stuff like that. Like those decks, if they are forced to have to play Mainboard Chalices, or even okay, even for Yogg's sake, if Yogg has to play Mainboard. Pal, whatever jailer, like Solus, right? Yeah, Solus jailer, or whatever. Like that is a problem. No, well, it's just. I mean, they could. T- they could. That's play. not that. You're right. You're trying to no, argue. No, no. That. I'm saying they have like you know they played endurance in the main deck for a but long time. But endurance is just a good card against multiple things. This Solus jailer so, is not. It's it is not. They name me a deck where the card is good. That is not Cascade. I mean, they, they. It's like a like haywire might too. It's like it's just like it's not but great. Haywire might like, is good against multiple things. Chills is good against other things. Name like, them. And we're talking I, about Solus Jailer. We are talking about Solus Jailer right now. That is because that is what we're talking about. You said haywire might endurance. We are now talking about Solus Jailer. Maybe where this O four is good. Uh, against Ragavan. You say against what? Yeah, it's, it's a, a it's a wall. I swear to God, like that is, and the... they can't cast. Oh, oh, they can't cast the cards from Ragavan because that's in the exile zone. Oh, it's non-creature. Okay, what's your point? I I will stand my ground. If these decks are forced to do this thing, then I think is a problem. Because that was the same argument with Hogek was that we were forcing these decks. Now I will say that Leyline is a different card than Chalice because that forces Mulligans. Obviously, sure. you want to start it. But if you were forced to play this artifact, which then, again, thinking about it, with the decks that you do want the chalice against, you would mulligan aggressively for the chalice. R- yeah, if, like, for sure. I don't know. If if within a month, I, w- I would say a month, if within a month that every deck has start packing chalices, or what have you, like Yogg is on a main board, Soulless Jailer, or even two. If they play two of the mate, it's going to be fucking ridiculous. Like that that is uh that is my take. And people might disagree with it, like like you did. Like people might be like, it's fine. And and then that's the no, case. If 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 Dex if if now Amulet stock is like one one chalice in the main and then like two in the sideboard, and if you know, if Yogmoth does it too, it's like completely against the Yogmoth plan to play Chalice, right? Like in the main deck. It, yeah, it, they will it, play there's one no of the tutoring, board. there's no there's nothing. It's like you, and you need to draw into it and stuff like that. It's, it's, it sucks. Domain Zoo, same thing. They could, like, if they're playing Chalice of the, or yeah, if they're playing Chalice, it's not great. I think my deck could do it, like, just play one because we have Tilari West. So it's like, we have ways Brent, to find it. I will I'm find just, a way to jump through this goddamn TV. I, what have I done? I haven't done anything. I've been such a good person. I, it, I did see, I did see Dom with a list that had two Chalices in the sideboard. But that's different. That's a sideboard card. Like that. No, I'm, like well, that is my not argument. for amulet. Usually, but it was. It was. Are you arguing? We never for... play chalice unless it's like we, we the card version. We play chalice. That's why I had the judge foil of chalice. Or then, no, it just. Then would the you foil. think it could be a problem that your deck is being forced to play chalice? 
It's a good card. I, what do you mean? <laughs> like, is it sideboard? Like, it, sideboard's different rules, but, like... That's what I was saying. The sideboard is fine. If it's in the sideboard, that is whatever. My statement is, in the main, if, if decks are having to play Chalice in the main, or something like Draneth Magistrate, or what have you... Yes, okay. A card built to hate on Cascade, then it is a problem. Okay, I agree. But we're not there yet. I'm not saying we are. I'm saying if we get to there. Okay. That, that's what I'm saying. If if we hit sure. that point, yeah. we're like in a month, people are like, all right, man, if you're going to play modern, three main board chalices and then the rest of your deck. Yeah. Or whatever eight beat. That is what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. That is what I have been saying. There could be uh, whatever that other Cascade deck was for a minute, the one that flips your old board or whatever. Oh, Glimpse. Glimpse. Uh, yeah, that was Glimpse combo. Yeah, that's... Man, talk to, you know, people hate when I play Lotus Field in Pioneer, it that's like to me that's worse. No, it is not worse. <laughs> well, okay, what against is it me or is it the Lotus Field player? <laughs> I I will hold my tongue. Okay, you know I I don't want the answer. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it for for modern. But yeah, I, oh, uh, going back to creativity. I guess we started there. I yeah, I think we're kind of like when we put this deck together. We're we're kind of in full agreement for the most part of like what we want to do. Yeah, right. We might like disagree. Like I think we're even like Terastodon. You hate that card too, right? Or is I that just fucking hate that card. Okay, I I have a special amount of hate for this card. Okay, I just just checking on that because I see it in so many lists that I just I do not like it. I no, I'm good. I, well, let's lose the Tron. The Tron player earned it. Yeah, I mean. And you know, I, and also I love Besaju too much. So that's I like Besaju. There's just a lot of room that Besaju has, right? Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm fully on board. Like reprieve version, uh, as like in the I guess those flexible slots that you could play like whatever those may be. Reprieve is just so good. I think it do- like obviously those same cascade matchups. It's good against like it has so much tech just throughout the entire match, and just buys you that turn like. You know, just like Remand back in your is it um is it breach de- deck. It's just it just buys you a turn. Like whenever. It's, it's just an annoying card. Right. Yeah. So so yeah, I, oh uh, unrelated to that, I did buy cards. I like I bought Madisides and I didn't have reprieve, so I bought them and I'm getting the parts I need to play this deck. Uh creativity, because I oh. think the deck is good. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Uh let's talk briefly about Pioneer Cole. Unless you have... Oh, I'm sorry. Do you, anything else with Modern? No, that was it for me. Uh, okay, so what did you tell me about Amelia Combo when I said I wanted to pick it up and play the deck? That it was bad. Okay. Well, how do you feel now, Cole, after you said it was bad? Phenomenal. Yeah, you should. Amelia Combo had a 37 match win percentage rake over the last Pioneer tournament, and I am completely off this deck. I... Am a huge advocate for bad creature combo decks, but I also know a bad creature combo deck when I see one. And in a world of Phoenix, I don't know how you expect your your creature combo deck to just beat a deck of like thirty five removal spells. Fair, yeah. Well, like, we have like, hey, control we, we have lunar is... aspirate to 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 whittle you down. Okay, um, and blue white control is like one of the best fucking decks in the format again. So ah. yeah, good luck. Yeah, yeah, I played against Mikey uh, last week, and he, I, I, you know, we played three games, and oh, I good, pl- played pretty well. I'm glad he conceded one of those games. That's cute. 
Uh, it, well, his mana leak. Uh, I could pay for the mana leak because we were deep in the game. Oh, the No More Lies or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The No More Lies card. And he was so mad. He was like, look, you should pay for it. I was like, yeah, I'm still like... I actually won that game, but... Anyway, wait, wait. Uh, so, yeah, the top two decks were those two. Azorius Control is a Phoenix. Uh, 52% match win percentage for Azorius Control and Phoenix 55 match win percentage. Cole, it looks like your deck is... for I would say the best deck at, is a Phoenix. Which is unfortunate. I liked it when I wasn't. Now I have to play around more Grave Hate. Yeah. And, and and no more lies. They they counter your Phoenix when you hard cast it now. So I, I like creativity. I usually don't hard cast Phoenixes. I mean, I, I do hard cast Phoenixes against Control a lot. Because, like, that's kind of what you have to do. Like, But, you know, now I won't. Unless I have to. Sure. Because, uh, let me tell you, I'll be super pissed when my 4-mana 3-2 hasty flyer gets put to exile for fucking 2-mana. Yeah. So what is... Uh, so I'm, I'm not looking at Phoenix list. What are... What is the play against... Is it, or against Azorius Control as a Phoenix player? As far as I've seen it, they're definitely just packing way more spell pierces than shit on the board. Uh, a lot of them also play Fable, too, now. Just more more annoying threats. Like, more, more annoying cards to sit across. So... To, I, I remember at uh, this was this go, goes back to the Atlanta days. I think uh, there was some like uh, crackling drakes as like a pivot card. Is that the card or is it like they're usually? I'm on like three and one pyro. And py- okay, yeah, I was gonna ask about pyros too, or slash the Healy or whatever you want to play in that slot. I think Sahili's a little safer. Also, speaking of our decks that are good, I think Lotusfield's actually really good too. I hate that you say that. About, well, you, well, I'm right. At a 63 match win percent, actually about 64 match win percent, the, you know, flows field, so a lot fewer pilots, but it had a pretty good weekend. It's funny because you have had that deck forever, but just don't play it in anything. It was bad. It was when Mono Green was the best deck, it was very bad. Like, you'll be like, wow, Lotus did well, and you'll like soup it up, and then you're like, nah, no. No, I, I like the deck. I, I bought it. I bought the digital, like, oh, uh, some funny story. I, I don't think I said the podcast. I needed to buy digital cards, and I needed, I think it was like a, like, Bone Crusher Dragon, something like that. Like, some some stupid card for Amulet. And I, I always pay with PayPal. I'm like, hey, $10 minimum. I was like, oh, damn it. So I was like, fine, I will buy all of, Lotus Field as well, which was like forty total dollars from what I had because I had the Besages. That's like the only expensive card in the deck for the digital copies. So I bought Lotus Field combo recently. I just thought that was funny, but yeah, I'm I'm really happy Lotus Field is a good deck, and I have to talk about the new Arc Druid's Charm. It seems to be like a really good card in that deck. Uh, that's the triple green card. That's two just for a land it puts it into play, or two just a creature. And uh, also a disenchant effect, so it just exiles target artifact or enchantment. So really good gets hate pieces, and it just like it's a, such a good art for the for the deck. I was really like was watching Canister and Minguchi play with this card. I was like, man, this card is like the real deal. You just like find like I've seen lists that had like Dragonlord Dramoka in the main deck, which is, like just a crazy card to include. And then, like, Atraxa in the main deck, too. That was even wilder. And um, in the sideboard, it has, like, Zakama and Niv-Misset, uh options as well. 
I'm happy, Cole. I'm happy this deck is good. Now I'm sorry that um, you have to put up with my gameplay. I hate you. Also, I think like with this metagame, I think Neoform's also pretty decent, so we'll see. Oh, good for you. Yeah, good for me. I, you know, this is a good this is a good time. This is a good good Brit episode. And what what else, Cole? I don't know. What the hell? Do we need to keep going? I don't know. I mean, I have nothing more to add to Pioneer. Yeah, yeah, no, I I haven't even looked at Pioneer until the season gets closer. Cool. I will say one more thing. Okay. I am a big fan of heavy play products at this point. Yeah. Okay. They, uh, so just to kind of give a precursor, I like checked out their stuff in Atlanta and I immediately put Amulet Titan. I tried to put it in one of their boxes and it was just a little too, I had just a few too many cards and I was like, okay, I can't consider it because I can't put Amulet in it. And then cut to Denver. I go through my tokens. I had like too many tokens. I had like uh old uh plant token. I was like, oh, I'm no, I don't have plants. I took out the um the token that has like all the all the colors, which would represent like mana pool and stuff like that, which is technically like not allowed. And normally, if mana gets complicated, I use pen and paper anyway, like Cultivator Colossus and stuff like that. Which is a you know the 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 correct way to do it. Uh huh. So I was like I was like thinning down the deck, and then I was like, oh, let me try again. And uh, but there, I, I then I could put Amulet Titan in it, and I, you know my Amulet deck has the perfect card, inner sleeves and then outer sleeves, and it fits. It's a it's pretty snug, but it does fit. So I was like, okay, that's cool. And then I get their dice box and like two other deck boxes that I ended up with and their playback and is really cool. It's it's really really fun. I'm a big fan of their stuff so I'd recommend you guys check it out if you could. Like uh, they're they're called Heavy Play and yeah they have good stuff. I'll have to try it at some point. You've been hyping it up pretty hard but definitely have not had a chance to try it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, it's, uh, it's tough because we like I've moved out so far away, so it's harder for us to hang out and play Magic together. So uh, I definitely want to to show it off because it's it is cool. Yeah, no, and I, I get asked a lot about sleeve recommendations and whatnot by locals. So I mean, I'd like to try it. Let them know because I, I just have no words on it currently. Right. Yeah, I have my commander deck. So I also did a. They hosted a commander uh, event at DreamHack or DreamHack uh, at the RC. And basically, it was like a really good value. Ian scrubbed out day two, and uh, we both were like, hey, let's sign up for it. And then we were able to be in a pod together. It, it was kind of like we had an, another friend, John Radcliffe, who he's my old Wichita friend, but he, he's a he's a guy I played against. On, he was on Lotusville when I was on Neoform. He was that guy. Uh, but he was there because he qualified on ha- with Hammer. Uh, anyway, so he gets a, he gets in like a, a different pod because he was forced to for like they had some sort of uh, I don't remember the name, but it's like some sort of like commander semi celebrity. So if he's in that pod and he wins, he get like additional prizes. So he's in the good pod, and me and Ian were able to be in a pod together with uh, two random people, and for like eight like seventy or eighty bucks, it was about eighty bucks. You got heavy play. Uh, deck box and sleeves, which were like fifty dollars for and and their products. You got uh, a commander, a random commander precon, 
and mine was the uh, it was a re- it was a Commander Master ones. It was the one that's like Abzan uh, enchantment creature. Well, one. That, that was expensive. That was pretty good. It was pretty good. And they the uh, the uh, the other people in the pod there that was a good one to grab or to get at random. I saw someone had the Eldrazi one like in the pod to the right. I was like, oh, that was I knew that one. That one I would have wanted because that that one looked so cool. That was a spot. Was, that was a sponsive. Yeah, Ying had a. It was the one the five color commander planeswalkers. It with the it had his deck. His deck was really really good. Um, he would have won, but he was just goofing around. Um, he was doing like what you would do in commander casual pods. Oh, like, I'm gonna blow up every everything, st- every like my stuff, and just like keep going, and someone else won. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it was it was funny, but um, but yeah. So you get like fifty dollars of heavy play product, and then like a forty to seventy dollar commander deck as well for like eighty bucks. So it was like really really good value, and and all the everyone in the in the pod was like pretty happy with the heavy play products. And the the sleeves are fine. Uh, I honestly thought, and yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I would, I would, I would recommend checking them out. Uh, I, I don't think like I don't I know we have a lot of DFW listeners. I don't think there are any of the stores right now. I haven't been to every, I, don't, I haven't been to every single one recently, but um, I know some of the more prominent ones. I don't think I've seen heavy play products so far, but very good though. I mean, I I don't know just talk about them over here but I, I don't know if they have like a rep down here or whatever yeah I, I have I have no idea no. I know they're um they're they're kind of new in the space and you know it it kind of takes a while to be an established brand and stuff like that and you know LGS owners are they can be stingy and stuff like that so it, it, you know it just it depends well if heavy playlist is this episode hear us out we'll get you out here I I I will uh I will be a salesperson for for the product so. i would like to just try it because yeah. i have not well cole i think that's it for this week oh did you want to t- uh i forgot we have the interlude oh yeah i could cut that in real quick uh, our code is uh nhg 2024 for five percent off i'll i'll help with the ad this time normally i just like punt it to you but yeah interlude.us is their website nhg2024 for 5% off. Hey, Cole, you just showed me uh, one of their other products that you got hold of. They a... just released the deck box that I was super excited about. Honestly, and, and this is not because we're sponsored. This is me being very genuine about it. And I know Dallas, the guy that was their loot, hopefully he'll listen to this. I thoroughly am impressed. Uh, I didn't really know what it was going to be like getting into it because I know he said he was buying into these and he didn't know more so the quality or what have you or kind of thing like that. And honestly, I'm thoroughly impressed. Like, the art on it is definitely their art style. Like, if you know, you know. (laughs) Uh, But going back, like, it's huge. Like, this deck box is a two-theater deck box. Uh, I think each seat can fit a hundred not double seat cards. It has a huge dice tray on the bottom, like massive. Like this deck box is huge. Um, it's got if you know Morgan from uh, Darksiders, uh, that's the arc they chose to go with it. Uh, and they also did just release a new playmat line of V tubers and stuff. It is they have really good stuff. Very nice. 
third, like I said, thoroughly, thoroughly impressed with the deck box. I, I got it because I pre-ordered it with Dallas because we know them really well. And I was super excited. He had a couple delays. Shit. I was like, I'm really excited to get it. And finally, it came out. He, he got me by it. And honestly, I recommend buying them. They've been selling out like crazy. If you can get your hands on one, really good for Commander. Uh, you can put a modern deck in here with a bunch of tokens. Like I usually do with my double-sided Ultra Pro ones. Or whatever. I think these are... I don't remember who makes these. You know which one I'm talking about. Oh, Dex. The Dex ones. The double-sided Dex. Nice, 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 little, nice black ones I use for goblins and creativity. Um, so, yeah. Those, that's my recommendation. I highly recommend. And it's a four, it's a good price. You, I don't remember the exact price they are, but obviously, you know, with 5% off. Uh, but yeah, if you're a big fan of Morgan or just a big fan of sexy women on really, really nice deck boxes, I recommend it. I, you know, I, I, I'll admit, I didn't really get a close look at it. Uh, but it, it that's like, is that like a stitched leather finish? Yes. It, it's really good. I, it actually, like, I wasn't, I wasn't kind of looking at, the, kind of the quality of it, but it, it it actually looks pretty good. It I'm very very happy with it. I'm definitely gonna be using it. Might be using it for my new commander I'm building Kess because we're all playing commander now apparently. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna you. I might check that out myself. Uh, and I'll use the code NHG2024 for five percent off. You damn right. <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else for us this week, Cole? Oh no, that's it for me. Okay, we'll we'll call it there. Uh, I'll stitch in the uh, the 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 lying talk about uh, our our takes the lying talk probably at the end of like the music, but uh, definitely we'll stay and listen to it. It's a good talk. Absolutely, yeah, definitely check it out. It's I think it's really good. It would it would have been a regular topic if we if I knew it was going to be as good as it is, but it was kind of yeah, kind of kind of um, what do you call it? It was just like it's ad lib. We were just chill- yeah. yeah, we were just chilling here and then. We just kept going. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, stick around after the music and you'll, you'll hear from us, but uh, until next time, uh, thanks for checking us out. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Okay. Is and I I think I posted so, like somewhere today about like me and Tandy's interaction. It was it was like fine, but he said I'll concede if you have stubs. I was like, yeah, I have it. And he's like conceded at that spot, so like I I don't know, like because if he's just like okay, and then he like continues playing, I was like, well, what the fuck, dude? Like I didn't ha- like he just got extracted free information from me or whatever. In, yeah, in, that, in like, that hypothetical or whatever. Yeah, like everybody's talking about it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's like, uh, dude, it it's just it just doesn't like it, it, it just looks like a joke. That, well, yeah. Well, like that's that's the problem. Like it it creates an issue when you have like I don't think competitive format should be four person anyways. I think that just is such a problem. Yeah, I would rather play the mind with two like with Jables and someone else than like 
Uh, um, with low stakes, yeah, Commander's kind of fun. Actually, I, I take that back. Commander's fun, but like, well, Commander, I, I'm building, I'm building a Commander deck. It's gonna be like semi competitive, but like, I would. Yep. So like the CDH tournament that happened, <laughs> whenever I was there, you know, this weekend or whenever, like, it, it's just weird because <laughs> when you add more players, and a lot of them don't really understand what it means to be. Uh, you know, CDH. That's so funny. Someone posted a meme. I'll, sh- I'll send it to you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess. Okay. So I guess what he did was he tutored, and uh, people were asking, "Do you have it?" Like they were going to stop the tutor. It was well, that situation. Like, do I counter the tutor? Okay. Do I fluster the the tutor or whatever? And he yeah. said, "I don't know." And then he got like a. An underworld know. breach was what I remember. Yeah. <laughs> that might not have been actually what happened. This just some dude posted, uh, "Share your, uh, share your uh, CD shit post." Yeah. <laughs> it's it's super good. Yeah, like well, a lot of people though, it, it shed some some seriously dark light onto. Uh, EDH. I think like these, like these, like when I talk, think about like magic Twitter shit like that, it kind of devolves into what should be the be- best practice moving forward. And that's like constructive. Because they're like, I, I, there was, oh, there was something recently. Oh, it was just like something silly where someone was like, what's, what's a bad habit that people do imagine that you don't like? And I put in like pile shuffling and like, the word, the term say go just like these are like small pet peeves or something it's almost like oh i did i do both and it's like <laughs> i didn't mean to shame r- random person on twitter it was just more like oh these just it's i don't know it's just it, it's part of just like what we do is magic all right a land i'll say go you know or they it's just the word is say go almost like a one word uh statement or whatever and it's like it's it gets us to like a consensus etiquette sometimes with with this kind of dialogue. So I kind of it's kind of like constructive overall. I think. Yeah, I like. I just I don't know. There there's some things like I I I feel like CDH players. It, it might just be commander, you know, as kind of like a whole. Because like okay. it's not it's not like to me commander is not a, supposed to be a competitive. I like, will never uh, look at it as like I I will never take it seriously. As far like oh I want the best deck I need I need duels I need all the fetches and shit like that. I'm that's I'm I like, would infinitely rather them just say legacy is a real format at that. Yeah, like that makes more because legacy is a one v one format that makes more <laughs> sense for uh uh like a competitive format. Yeah, but like there's just so many variables that come in with CDH. Like if you play the best deck. But then somebody with a rogue deck shows up because you have access to all these fucking cards of the universe. Yeah. Like, it's just, oh, it's just so, it, to me, it's just so annoying. Yeah. There was, I remember the other time, this was at SCG, where someone's like, all right, uh, like, they were, like, kind of a flustered uh, control player or something, and they actually played two lands and made, I forgot exactly, but... 
I was like, I think you made the lead drop in the. I was like, let's call a judge just so, so they could fix it. And they're like, yeah, you shouldn't have this extra land available. Like, so now he's not holding up counterspell or something like that. And this was like over a year ago. Yeah. And he was like, like, oh, okay, well, do you, well, do you have it? I was like, I, uh, I have good cards. <laughs> and he was like, well, do you have a tight? I was like, well, let me just do my thing because I thought I had I, that, which is the right mindset. I was like, well, I'm not just going to like, like you, you could be bluffing and you have a pitch solitude. And I'm just going to go all in on a single Titan versus like, you know, setting up for See, that's a, a, that's yeah. the thing. If people are getting upset because they're like, oh, why is lying not against the rules? Your opponent it, doesn't have to tell you what's in their hand. They could, you know, it's, it's, it's just like poker. Just this lie. This, yeah. Like, like that's you, the thing. Like people are like, yeah. why are we, why are we allowed to lie? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like if I'm at the finals of a fucking RC and hey, and then for some <laughs> reason in my head, I'm like, yeah, let me ask my opponent if he has it. Yeah. Like, like, hey, opponent, you have a solitude? No, fuck <laughs> it, I'm pushing. Like, and then they solitude me. What am I going to be like, ah, oh, you bitch. Like, why would you lie? Judge, like, he hurt my feelings. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's like, <laughs> he's definitely had this in the episode. I, dude, it's oh, so. I, I'm recording. Yeah, yeah. It's I'll, so ridiculous. I'll plug this the end. And yeah. like I said, I love Commander. I think it is a phenomenal format. I think at a casual base, it is great. I do think that you could scale it. To be a more competitive game, there are plenty of cards and decks that make Commander competitive, right? No. Mm-hmm. Like, you could definitely build the most optimized list out there ever that is a thing. It's just when you start making it a tournament setting. Here's the crazy thing, right? So we had TCG Con. Obviously, there's a lot of shit that went down to TCG Con that people are upset about. But here's the thing that fucked me up. So TCG Con cut to top 40 to day two, which I guess is a thing, right? I Sure. Do you want to know what your record had to be to top 40 day two? Uh, I don't know. I don't have a guess. It was six rounds day one. You just had to have two wins and you could draw into day two. Solano did that. He was like 204 or something like that? Yes. Oh my God. What? But And he was like top 12. Like, was this like, and I know like stone nothing about com- competitive commander. Is it 1v1 or is it like a four person? It's four person pod. Okay. But like, that's like, because whoever won got points. So okay. if you just won two of your pods, you could draw into day two. So he's in a pod with like other 1-0s and 2-0s and like, hey, we could just draw. And they. I, I guess, like I said, don't, don't, I'm going to say it right now. Don't quote me. This okay. Is what, okay. This, this is what I kept hearing. Because okay. he would come over by our booth. He went to lunch at some point. He may have gone like two, one, and three or something like that, and six, something like that. I, I definitely, well, they, I mean, shit. It was a fucked up tournament because <laughs> they, they moved the, the final day or final round of day whatever to Saturday, <laughs> or not Saturday, the next day. So <laughs> round six was the next day and then cut to top 40. Because they did, because okay. they started an hour. It was bad. It was really bad. The reverse Atlanta, where they just had round ten to the end of day one. Yes, which round, is... like day two was at technically the last match of day one because they they were in a time crunch or whatever. Sure. Anyway, um, but yeah, like it, uh, dude. I don't know. It just like it, when you talk like to me, saying it out loud like we are, it just yeah. sounds insane. Like, I, um, I don't know. Like, and I'm not trying to bash on people that like it. I know plenty of people that, like, fucking live and breathe 
CDH. I used sure. to when I, but that was because I had a personal pod. It was me and three other guys when yeah. I worked at Generation X, and I, that was what I played was CDH with those guys, which was very different from like sitting at a random table and being like, all right, time to play CDH with these other random humans. Um, I don't, I don't know. I I don't want like I said. I'm not trying to like sit here and just like shit on people that are like, yeah, I love CDH tournaments. Like, if that's if that is your thing, fucking go for it. I you know shoot for the moon or whatever, sir. But I think these people need to realize that your opponent doesn't have to tell you shit, especially when you're playing a tournament with a high like you're telling me a fucking time twister is is like on the line here. Like, holy shit. Yeah. I, I'm not telling my opponent shit. Like, if a dude looks at me, he's like, do you have a car fill? I'd be like, no. And if he goes for it, I'm like, yeah, you idiot. <laughs> like, like I don't, like, it. I think some people are taking casual commander to CDH ideals. Yeah. And they're being like, okay, well, I mean, we're all, you know, supposed to be good friends. You would fucking lie to me or whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah like, I have gone to plenty of RCQs, PTQs, GPs, SCGs. Where my opponent would straight fucking lie to me, <laughs> like, yeah, like because that's the, their goal is to win. <laughs> their goal is not to help you, and that's why judges every time say, "Don't ask your opponent for a ruling; ask a judge." Because if you right. ask your opponent, they're just gonna tell you whatever favors them. <laughs> yeah. No, and I, I've seen you do like you. Know, it's it you know, lying is just like. It's it's another form of bluffing too, and that's very much what we do at times in playing magic. Like, oh yeah, I I, I do I, it. I, I I see you do all the time. You're like you're like counting. You're like 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 am I attacking? Like what if I like you know you're doing this stuff and you're like mentally you're like actually just way behind, but you're representing that you have this thing or something like that. You know? Yeah, that's, like it, I'll I'll wait for a spell result. I and I get it from Pokemon because Pokemon is the same. It's a it's poker. Like it, that's right. that's what we're getting at. Every like all these things derive from poker. Yeah, you and were. Told... Oh, what's up? Oh yeah, I remember with uh with Jables uh with playing against Living In, he had like Ottawara. Uh, uh, like he was good. Like he, he he we both knew at this red this this team tournament, and um I forgot about it until just now. But he he like he was gonna play Ottawara. Like he was playing Ottawara for land. And he was gonna bounce some opponent's card too, and I was like. It was going to be a good play in this spot. I don't remember the match, but it was like Ottawa was obviously just really, really good or whatever. And I was like, well, shit, I guess just play the Ottawa and pass. And I was like kind of pointing at the other one, just like, like he, we both knew, but I'm just like posturing, like, oh, fuck, we're way behind kind of thing. But Yeah. But like, really, like, it was just, that was m- me bluffing or whatever. That's like bluffing. And I'm not trying to tell everybody that's listening, like, 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 well, I be don't toxic, know. you know. Well, I to me, there's a difference from being toxic and like, it, okay, if you're like a casual F and M, I think that's way fucking different than like if you're at this fucking grandiose like big ass tournament. Oh, you know? oh, yeah. Like if you're like a casual F and M, I definitely will tell people like, <laughs> I'll show them the counter spell. Like, brother, I have the counter spell. It's fine. We can just go to game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I will do that. But if it's like a fucking PTQ or some shit or whatever, yeah, motherfucker, I am definitely <laughs> gonna do everything in my power. Obviously, and lying is not cheating, which is where I think a big thing too about stuff comes from. Because there's so many people that are like, 
oh, it's straight cheating. I'm like, well, no, you don't have to give your opponent any information. Your hand is zero knowledge to them. You don't have to say like a word in magic besides like, you know, yeah, you progressing, the, be, progressing the game or whatever. Like, you, you could just... literally be semi-mute almost the whole time besides like, oh, I'm doing this. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and I don't know. And there are people that are going to uh, obviously maybe hear our episode here and they're going to be like, oh, these guys are a bunch of assholes. But man, <laughs> I, I, well, I'm just telling you, like you go yeah, to sure. a competitive level of magic and everyone will tell you the same thing. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. There is not a point at all at which you're like, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, you got me. I actually don't have counter spell. Go for whatever you're going to do. Like, uh, I don't know. It, it's a, it's a weird thing. And it's, it's definitely taken MTG Twitter by storm. It was today's topic for sure. That's why we're like talking about it. Yeah, I, I think it's a, and it, it's an excellent, you know, it's a thing that never comes up before. Because, like, I think lately CDH is definitely coming up more as a thing. Because it used to be that CDH was, like, people played it, and you kind of played with these groups, like I was saying, that I was doing. Yeah, and, you know, right. some, some stores would host some events or whatever. And, uh, like, that, that was kind of the thing. Uh, sorry, our buddy messaged me and called me out on something. Uh, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, and that was kind of the thing. You know, it never really exploded, but now you have all these different venues and stuff. And I, I'm a big, you know, support it. But all these bigger venues are coming out. And they're like, all right, we're gonna do these big ass like, like a fucking dude. A twister is not a goddamn. <laughs> like that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like a, a twister yeah. ain't a fucking joke, brother. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm hoping. Here's like I said. Here's here's my hope to it all. I I hope that people, you know, can like see this and kind of get an idea, and maybe whatever CDH is like for them, or just what competitive. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see from here. Yeah. 